funny. Who do she have so much better this time? We weren't even fighting like cats and dogs. <laughs> probably because we were on full stomachs. That's probably yeah. irritable. Like, oh my god, he's attacking me. And I'm hungry. How <laughs> dare him. Microphone check one two. What is this? Microphone check one two. What is this? You're listening to the Mighty Healthy Podcast. Hi, I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. Who this? Who this? We are live. We are here at at uh, Sands Bar and Grill in Rosedale, New York. In Rosedale, in Queens, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, home of Who This. Yeah, yes. you're from Queens too, right? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, I forgive you. <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> oh, that was cool. <laughs> Y'all gotta excuse me. <laughs> All the technology. Queens, the, the home of President Donald J. Trump. And, Don't say and, that too loud, and, and, please. And, and who this? All right, <laughs> who this? We have a we have a special guest. <laughs> A favorite to the podcast. Oh, yeah. She was here, uh, what, over a year ago? Yes. Oh, and yeah. we, we had a very passionate debate about music. <laughs> very passionate. <laughs> we spoke about just uh, the, the scene, the New York scene, and uh, what was happening down south and on the West Coast. <laughs> it was very, very passionate. Well, don't downplay yeah. it. She did kind of school you to what you thought you knew. <laughs> no, I, I remember it was the yeah. word that I used. It was infiltrated. And he was like, you see the way you use that? <laughs> My gosh. Any of you that haven't heard that, please go listen to that episode. Because it's like the, the tense. Just It was so intense. Like you could cut it with like a knife. But That's how I, tense it was. I, I had to hold it down for New York. <clears throat> As if we're not from New York. York. You know? But, yeah, that was a very good episode. <laughs> now, Yams is here, okay? I am. Yams is here. Do, do we say Yams or, or Richard Dean? I like Yams. Yeah, right. Say Yams. Yams is good. I like Yams. All right. Yams is here. Yams of Crunch Cake. Yes. Are we good? Oh. Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, cake. She she is a member of a voting member of the academy. Ooh. So she she she. You have a role. Well, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that because because we need we need you to to further clarify your role and on all of the things that, that you're doing because you're also working with artists outside of the U.S. So I think that's that's yes. a beautiful story for you to tell. All right. Before we get started, who this? Uh, how are you yeah. doing? Well, we're in Queens, so I'm comfortable. That's always good. Even though we're in the far end of Queens, I'm from the west side of it. Well, middle-ish, and then now we're on the eastbound, almost practically Long Island. Yes. Okay. All right. And and, and you're rocking, you're rocking the rock and roll earring. I feel like I feel like I gotta call you Machine Gun Who This or Machine Gun Jorge. Yo. I think that's I think that's that's the move. Well, no, actually, I was trying to find, if you remember Rocky Five, I was trying to find the one that his, his son had, the yes. like, little okay. dangling like thing, yes. whatever. But it's all sold out, funny enough, pandemic. Okay. Those aren't there. But, but you are planning to get that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if, if you're unfamiliar, we, we also do a, a web show <laughs> okay. 
uh, called Real Talk, though. And one of the first episodes we did was based off Rocky. Okay. And who this was very passionate about that earring that Rocky's son had. He was like, yo, that earring is hard. Oh, nice. And, you know. So. Okay. It okay. is. Okay. So <laughs> That's it, it. it inspired right. you to get jewelry that yes. looks like it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Awesome. All right. I like that. All right. Now, Yams, you're in the house. Um, for those that are not familiar, um, just give us a, a, a brief introduction to the work that you're doing in, in, the, in the music industry. Um, so I'll start off with what I'm doing currently. Yes. Um, right now, I am working in the Afrobeat space mm. um, and working with international artists, um, specifically on the West Coast or the West side of, of the continent. Um, so like Nigeria, Ghana, mm. um, and, and surrounding areas. And my role and what I've been doing is writing about these artists and um, introducing them to the American market through my website, grunchcake.com. Um, and when I'm not doing that, I'm pushing the artists that I've been hired to push to other American media outlets, okay. you know, as, as a publicist. International affairs. Yeah, there you go. Foreign affairs, international affairs. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Does it make you feel like um, you're kind of tending to like foreign exchange students or something? Because you're here, <laughs> they're over there. Well, you know what? I will say that the communication has to be strong, <laughs> right? And and you have to. Um, wow, I wake up very early, <laughs> you know, because the hours are different. Yes. Um, and sometimes we're working with other territories that are like South Africa, which is like more hours ahead of us. Um, so, yeah, it's it's um, I think for the most part, because we all speak different versions of English, it's yeah. easy wow. to like, you know, understand each other. Because if we didn't, I think that would be very difficult. And that's probably the first time I'm even thinking about that out loud. So that's kind of cool. But like foreign exchange students, um. Not really because, like, technology kind of makes you feel like you're there. Like, with video chat and all that kind of stuff, you can kind of, like, see how people are behaving, body language, you know, and see the similarities and the differences. So, it's like you know them already, but you haven't met in the flesh mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, now, how, how did that come about? Like, how were you... Where did the idea come from? How were you introduced to artists in africa like you know how did that come about well so my parents are from west africa from liberia okay and so it's always been a part of me and but i don't i don't know what came first really i've just always liked music from different areas different types of it's just for me it's like the songwriting if the songwriting is really good and the beat is good then i'm there it doesn't matter where it comes from and that's what I've been actively promoting through my website for the past 13 years. Okay. Um, so, but I guess what you're asking is who was like the first artist, you know, that I was like hired to work with or like what made me say yes or that kind of thing. And yeah. I, um, who was the first, um, So I I think in it was 2017 or 2018 it was Jackson Wang, he's actually um, from the K, the K-pop group, okay. um, Got Seven, 
and he put out a solo song and had a Gucci Man feature for a okay. song called Different Game. And he wanted to break out as a rapper. You know, like K-pop is singing, dancing, yeah. very clean um, boy band type. And um, what I've learned with that is like, for some people, they didn't want to see him do that. And they were like, kind of like mocking him and it's going to be a rapper, like tough guy, you know, like the whole image changed. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like the whole like macho uh, bravado and being the guy kind of like the the portrayal of like american rappers yeah um so i did see that stuff and that like kind of opened my mind to like okay this is like and by no means am i saying he's like (laughs) vanilla ice but like this is like vanilla ice like in america like if you like he's singing like certain songs and if he just came out one day and he was like on a gangster record and had like a Nate Dog <laughs> hook, it'll be like, excuse me, you know, and people will have a, a problem with that. But we're just on um, social media. So anyhow, um, I was tasked to get him a mainstream premiere. And I did that through Billboard. Um, they set up an interview and um, we put the song out. It did really well. And um, Gucci Mane was in the, the video. So that also helped. And he ended up charting on the social charts. I think social social 50 charts. Hmm. Yeah. But we didn't have a follow-up or anything. And he... But after, he he, um, he actually is on... What's the album called? I'm going to say it's Gold Link. The Diaspora album. Have yes. you heard it? Yeah. He's, he has a feature on there. And it's really good. Um, that's something that he did, like, well after. But, yeah. And that 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 in a sense is your introduction to to working with artists out, out outside of the U.S. I think at that level, um, I've always worked with artists outside of the U.S. I mean, because when my time at MTV, I was doing the same things. Mm-hmm. Like I was bringing um, national and international artists to a mainstream platform, mm-hmm. and you know, writing about them and and doing that kind of thing. So it's that, and that was back in like. 2013 Um, it's not something that I've actively thought about it was just like okay this is a good artist and you know they deserve to be heard let's go ahead and do it I think the territory thing for me is like a new concept and a new idea because of like the the politics that are in it now Mm -hmm. and so that's what's making me wake up and, and see that oh you know what you're doing is actually something very serious you know and that can make people feel away um and it has been making people feel away so um I'm, I'm in a newfound space and it's very interesting and um i don't know it's um yeah but even like aquafina are you mm-hmm. familiar with aquafina no 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 yeah yeah, yeah she's from queens yeah. <laughs> shout out to queens she's a korean rapper okay yeah from so she yeah well, no, she I'm, was, I'm sorry she's a rapper that happens to be korean i guess right yeah that's primarily yes the thing. there you go yeah. see that that was beautiful <laughs> i like how you did that um yeah so she's very talented and she's um good. is an award-winning actress um and doing really well but i've written about her on that platform first okay so you know like it's, it's really about like the talent and for me, seeing if someone has like mainstream appeal and if it will work in the American audience. So this okay. is something that I've been doing unconsciously for a very long time. Okay. I figure, I figure, yeah, people would have, uh, you know, there would be just a, a little tension because outside of the U.S., everyone looks to us as, you know, 
the standard. So now, if, if if there are artists that probably have more talent or are more creative than 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 the U.S. artists, if they blow up, it kind of, in a sense, it seems like there's this food being taken away from the table of the American artists. And I guess maybe some labels may have may have that to worry about, you know. Well. So from knowing what I know is like if if that is the case if you're not actively pushing the artist that's on your roster that's no one's fault. Mm. You know that's that's the job for the label and the people that they hire to to spread that awareness and get that out there. So it's there's so much money out here and I know you've heard it over and over yes. again, right? Yeah. There's so yeah. much money cuz if it wasn't people wouldn't be signed. You know like if it, it just like there's so many artists that are on a roster that you probably will never even hear about. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe they're not primary artists. They're they um, signed as songwriters or what have you. But, I mean, even, like, in the Canadian space. So I've worked with Shaq is Dope. I've written about Jazz Cartier. Yeah. He ended up getting um, a deal with Capital. But I was the first one to write about him mm. through MTV. And it's it's really comes from the way I feel about the music first. You know what I'm hearing because I don't know the people, right? Yeah. But it's like what I'm hearing. I'm saying that we should co-sign this and we should support this because I feel like it makes sense. Maybe not within that moment, but it happens. Like yeah. I could literally tell you when I was working with my editor at MTV. I remember sending her an email. And I was like, Popcon is going to do something with Drake. Like he's yeah. going to be signed to Drake. And it's like, well, we can't say that because you know it didn't happen. Yeah. But I said that to her in 2013. And it happened. Yes. Hmm. So I'm just one of those people. Like, it may sound crazy when I'm saying it, but, like, it comes to pass. You so. have the ear. You have the eye for, for what's happening in the culture. Yeah. Applaud her. <laughs> <laughs> All of these things can be fact-checked, by the way. I'm not denying it. No, I anyone mean, that's listening, though, you know, because... It, people get spicy. You're wild for that. Ooh, shout out to Fabio. <laughs> we love that guy. Yeah. That, that's, uh, that's, that's a dope record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, that that's impressive to, to be able to have that, to, to get a feeling from a record and, and to, to, you know, go against the grain and, and you know, be successful at it. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Now you you mentioned just we're gonna go we're gonna go back to to the work that you're doing at Grunge Kick, but I don't want to forget this. I don't know if you saw this, but Hit Boy recently did like a like an interview. He's been talking about how he he's been signed to a label for 14 years yeah. and he's not really getting his just due. Like you know, he he did an entire album with Nas. He did he's doing the the new Benny the Butcher album yeah and he's produced tons tons of hits but he's not really he's a legend yeah mm-hmm. but he's not being compensated as such any thoughts on that like what, what do you that think is that because of the way the business is set up cause that see so we have um panels and discussions about this like yeah. by way of the academy and with the way that I guess the genesis of a song, right? When it's being created, like most artists are about the vibe. Yeah. So you go into a room or wherever you are, like 
you link up and it's like oh yo bro let's do a song <laughs> yeah and i'm yeah. just <laughs> i say yeah. yo bro because like that's just where i'm from i'm sure like country artists aren't like yo bro you know but like <laughs> hey, um, pal. <laughs> yeah pal hey buddy <laughs> <laughs> by no means am i being disrespectful i just need to put that out there yeah. um but like and then it's like oh let's cut this record and we're not really thinking about splits or any of that stuff you put the record out you don't or you you lay the record down you don't know if it's ever going to see the light of day but you just do it because like everything is within the moment and it's happening and it feels good and everybody's like moving and and grooving off of energy and these are things that i hear all the time yeah but like you know someone like me if i'm in the room i'm like okay here's a split sheet guys like you know like let's just get this out of the way now so like we're not in court and for the next 40 years you know so but people don't like to do that because they feel weird about it so that that just brings me to if i was a young person who is as talented as a hit boy and a kanye west or whoever invites me into their camp i'm elated i'm excited you know f the paperwork like what yeah it's kanye you know what i'm saying and i think for the most part all of us are guilty of it in one way or another maybe not at the level of like a hit boy or Kanye but like because the opportunity is presented we want to seize that opportunity because of where we're from and and how we're suffering economically in the neighborhoods that we're from so it's like yo bro yo bro again right (laughs) I have this opportunity like I'm going to at least have this experience like I don't really even care what happens like even if it's a bad experience I had the experience yeah so that's the mentality um but I don't know maybe maybe he doesn't have a team that fights for him that says okay you need to be someone that is listed amongst the greats and you need to be paid like the greats yeah and on top of that just knowing like the landscape of music now and how fast everything is and we're not really creating super producers the way that we did before. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I have this Metro Boomin type beat on YouTube or like Hip Boy type beat. Like, you know, there are people like creating at fast rates yes. and duplicating your style. I guess that kind of happens, right? Like when you become someone that's huge and as amazing as these guys that I've mentioned. But how do you then even compete with that? Like now you have to outdo your your metro booming type beat and come up with another yeah. style mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah. it's it's the the problems are different and um everyone didn't wasn't able to afford the the technology and the programs yes. that they you know come up with these great songs with and now you have that so I, there's so many it's so, it's so layered it could be so many issues it could be him not having proper management it could be not having um, publicity teams. It could yeah. be the label, just not seeing that as a priority. Um, he could be signed to another producer, and that's competition. Yeah. So many factors. So I feel for him. Yeah. You should just get a gunman and just take care of it. Okay. <laughs> I don't condone violence. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to the Mighty Young Podcast. I'm Jeff, my friend, Scorpio FA. Yeah, you're wild for that. I, I commend him for for being vocal about it and talking about it, though, because I think that's where it starts. Yeah, but I mean, I, I saw and, and I and I throw back to to uh, K 
Killer Cam when he was signed to to Entertainment and, and he wanted to leave. He didn't like the deal and he just went up with a gunman and just took care of it. Oh, that was typical '90s. Oh my gosh. So, listen. By the way, yeah. I'm going to interject. I see why people run up with guns. Like, yeah. there's so many struggles behind the scenes. Yes. You just kind of want to show up with a pistol. Yeah, yeah. I don't condone violence though. No, I'm but not yeah, condoning like, it. Um, but but I, it, it, when you understand how some of these these label executives would treat an artist. Once they know they got you in a deal, they know they got lawyers behind them and you don't have those lawyers or the lawyers that you could get would be friends with their lawyers. I mean, they're comfortable, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know they would be very smug and arrogant about it, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, once you're signed, you're signed. Yeah. You know, there's there's really there's really no way around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think I mean, we were talking about the um, the quote unquote genius of like a Suge Knight. Yeah. And why he did the things that he did now and trying to like see it in a different light like maybe he like had the strong arm on these people because <laughs> they weren't delivering you know what i'm saying yeah. like you're promised these things and you're not doing what you need to do and in the meantime like i have these artists or i have this company that needs to succeed and continue to maintain the level of success that it has especially in the public eye yeah and you're not doing your part so i'm gonna go shake you down yeah. And that that's just the way like life was for these people back then. Like yeah. that's what they knew. So yeah. they weren't business people, they were like from the hood first. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I mean, that, that, that's what it is. It, it, it's still it's still clear as day, like uh, most of the artists are not the best business people, you know. They, yeah. And they 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 struggle in the long run. They aren't supposed to be business people though. Like mm. I don't I think the way that the creative mind works for you to be at your best as a creative you need to not worry about those things Amen. like know yeah. what it is right and know what you want and like certain business uh decisions that you make how it's going to affect your art mm-hmm. um but for you to actively do business deals that's not I don't think that's the best like mental space for you to be in I agree yeah, yeah. But at this point, I think they might as well be at least familiar with what goes Absol- on. Absolutely. They should it's a, know. it's mostly on them now at this point. Cause Absolutely. Somebody will go overnight celebrity with a SoundCloud track. <laughs> so, You're right. And they probably won't be able to get afford the luxury of having you and the team behind them. True. Yeah. True. But in that case, let's say somebody does blow up overnight. They have like some buzz going. Yeah. Is that easier for you to do and take care of it from there? Or would you rather have somebody established with not currently buzzing in comparison? I guess that depends on what result, like what the goal is, like what you're trying to achieve. I think for me, it's always harder to chase something. Like, because once the person is successful, it's just wild. Like, it's kind of like now you're doing damage control. You're trying to, like, control things. And it's whatever the perception is of that person from the time their track goes live. It's like that's already there. Yeah. You're Now you're just trying to fine-tune it and hope for the best, really. Mm-hmm. You know, because you want to hope to God that there's no sample on that record. Right? Yes. So it's like right, it's right. it's a lot that you're trying to now work backwards basically and that is stress like so much stress but then when you're you're building with someone um maybe they're established or they're new you can control a lot more things like even with the music like making sure that you have um clearances and samples are cleared and because they will pull that stuff offline 
Like I've been there, I've worked with people and I'm just like, I thought you guys cleared this. Like, you know, or people will lie about like having these big features and it's not even like a verse that was cleared. (laughs) And I'm just like, you're making me look crazy. So it's, it's all of that. So now when people tell me they have these verses, I'm like, well, how old is that verse? Mm. Like, and now this person is signed to a, a huge label. Mm. You can't put that out. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what you did with them two years before. Like, first of all, they don't even sound the same. Right. Mm. So mm. now you're putting out a, a record that is not mixed to industry quality standard. Mm. And that's now dampening their brand because it doesn't sound right. So people are going to come after you. Like, they want to pr- protect their investments. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, speaking, speaking of uh, business... Uh, you, this year, as you mentioned, it, Grunge Kick has been in what, what thirteen years? Thirteen, yes. And this year, you you finally got you got uh, incorporated. You got you got the business. Uh, yes. All in order. Yes. Okay. And what was that process like? Why 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 do it now? Were you finally in the right space? What, what exactly led you to 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 getting that done? Um. So I'm as I've mentioned earlier, I just kind of i wasn't thinking about anything from the business standpoint it was just where my heart and mind were Mm -hmm. as far as the music goes and that just made me happy like going and sound searching and finding things and just putting it out there not really like oh yeah you can stand and make a dollar from this like Mm -hmm. i that's not where i operated for 10 years plus like and people are just like how are you like how are you sustaining i don't understand like (laughs) and i'm just like um I'm a, so I went to school for design. So I would yeah. like do web design and I okay. do my yeah. own website. You yeah. know, like I'm the person that does that and people don't know that. Like yeah. everything is me. So they're like, um, yeah, well, how are you making money if you're not charging people? And I'm like, I do other things. Like I, I build people's websites and like write press releases and that kind of stuff. That's what yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. So, but it's like, okay, well, you are now like a globally recognized publication and brand so it's time to like take it to the next step yeah and it's like okay i can't fight it anymore i'm just going to do it so yeah okay listen to the mighty Hell podcast i'm jeff my friends call me fa who this yams is here in case in case you're unf- yam currently has white nail polish <laughs> this is something that I, we need to tap into did you really do that to me just now <laughs> really i was like what is he talking about <laughs> you <laughs> know i just noticed that that's a good eye there. we gotta tap into that <laughs> just Listen. noticed very it. subtle <laughs> it's a thing it's 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 big now it's no, and the he's white right. nail polish and, really? and i mean heavy would know of course being from brooklyn the kind of girls that come from this part of <laughs> yeah. our neck of the woods you know they got like different colors on each nail oh uh, okay you went subtle yeah, yeah. I, I just I just left uh, a video shoot, and <laughs> the model in the she had white nail polish, and at some point they said something like, uh, "Should should I put heels on?" And they're like, "No, no, no, leave it, so we can see the white nail polish." So I'm trying mm. to understand. What's yeah, my toes are white too, but it's kind of cold. <laughs> what's the What's the thing with the whole white nail polish? So I could talk about two different things okay like so <laughs> i think mine is a little bit more innocent i just okay. if it's not <laughs> white it's black okay. it's like it's like matte and i just like flat colors but like there are people out there who have like foot and hand fetishes and they want your nails to be white okay um and it just does something for them 
Okay. Yeah, men and women. It's okay. not even. It's not. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a whole community. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> whole community. Yeah. A very active community, unfortunately. Yeah. Really? And then it'll be like, you know, don't cut your nails too low. Like, have them a little bit. I'm so serious. Like, really? men have said this to me. Yeah. Like, don't, like, don't make it too close. Like, have a little length on them. You know what's getting out of hand when, like, you hashtag somebody on a post and the second thing that pops up after the name is Sandra Bullock toes or feet. Yeah, swear to God. In the comment section, wherever you go now, oh, how about them toes, though? How about like posing toes? with a kid. I'm scared. Nice Sunday at the park, my son. How's them feet looking? Exactly. In the comment, comment creeping. Oh Lord, it's real. It's real out here. It's good to know. Yeah, they be in the DMs too heavy. No. Like, yes, there's the, the there's the new the what is it? You send you send a snowflake or something. Like that. Oh yeah, oh Glacier Boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's they saying that's how um, Quavo uh, yeah. DM uh, Sweetie. Yeah, just sent sent her uh, a snowflake. Yes, okay. Yeah, but he was speaking her language like rapper to rapper. Yeah, so that's why it works. It like, doesn't work for anyone else. And he's amigo. Like, come yeah. on, he's Quavo. Now, <laughs> is, has Migos have have they run their course? Because it looks like I, I think they have a new project coming out. Not to laugh. <laughs> Sorry. What? Are you still on the toes? <laughs> no. What? Now the way you asked that question, like, <laughs> what? Have what? they run their course? I'm like, what? No. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, no, because yeah, no. you know, there's like there's like that four to five year lifespan of an artist. Yeah. And you know, things are looking different for them now. You know, they they haven't put out music in what at least two years now. Has it yeah. been? Yeah. So, you know, that's that's trying to, you know, gauge to see, well, do they still have it? You know, what? I think they were taking time to maybe enjoy life mm. and actually have something to come out with that may sound a little different sonically because okay. they've done it. Like, you know, and then like even as of like 2018, people just started dropping music like. Yes. Yeah. Days on days and like weeks on weeks, like bro, I can't even breathe. Can you like let up a little bit? Yeah. So, I think they definitely saturated um, the the market, and there was you know so many people that started using their cadences and oh, all yeah. that. So we had that run, and now it's just time for something new, or maybe they're gonna talk about different things. I don't really know, but yeah. whatever they're going to do, um, it needs to enter its next phase. That's for sure. Okay. Well, I had a question about that, actually. And I guess you're the best person to answer that because I can't speak for Hefe, obviously. He's like a year or two younger than I am, you mm-hmm. know, self admitted. But there's so much music out now, like yeah. you just said. And they shifted the day from Tuesday for an album dropping to Friday now. Yeah. You know, I used to cover those days going to Coconuts or FYE, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And picking up ACD and yeah. not having to worry about another one for like a month after. Yeah. Or something like that. But nowadays, you got like the EPs dropping every Friday. Is like thirty-seven of them that one day. Too many. So, how do you keep up now, or what do you do to filter everything you mean to get to? So, what I do is I do look to see what drops because I need to know whether I'm going to cover it or not. I need to know what's happening, and then the the ones that speak to me or the artists that I need to build an archive on. That's who I cover. So if it's in the, the Afrobeat space and it's something that is like undeniable and it just needs to get some love, then I'm doing that and I'm focusing on that space. Or like if it's a new 
artist. Have you ever heard of D Flowers? He's out of Houston. Sounds familiar. He's so fire. He um features on like Maxo Cream songs and stuff. He Maxo Cream is also from Houston. Like I like those guys. Like okay. they're they're on a rise. So like when it comes to hip hop music and stuff like that, I like the harder stuff. Mm-hmm. Um outside of like golden era stuff, of course. But like the harder stuff is what speaks to me. So if I'm writing about an hip hop artist and I'm putting it on the website, people are going to go because it's like, oh, you put a hip hop artist on today? Who is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been a lot of Afro beats. So yeah. this person must be it. So I, I try to really sift through and see like, okay, does this person sound different or are they competitive? Um, what's different about them? Do they have a unique look? Mm-hmm. Um, are they from an area that's bubbling right now? Um, do they sound like other Texas artists or is this a new sound or like a new version of like, you know, Texas? Like, so those are the questions and things that I have in my mind. Like, okay, you don't sound like Paul Wall. I love him. But like, you know, like this is, this is coming out of Houston and you're a spitter, like, Mm -hmm. like as if you're from New York, which is wild, you know, like if you're doing it like that, then I feel like that deserves some sort of, you know, so that's but there there are so many releases and i've actually well it's it's new music friday now because of the likes of like spotify yeah with like their playlist and so it's like oh it's dropping on friday and then we just need to drop on friday because that's the industry leader right now like everything is playlist and yeah um editorial staff basically follow what the playlisters and streaming services are doing hmm. so yeah Last time you were here, Yams, we, we had a very <laughs> interesting, interesting conversation about the state state of music. Um, we were talking about just you know who's running it. Um, yeah. We didn't talk about at that time uh, drill music, which which blew up. Yeah. Um, it was kind of speared by uh, spearheaded by Pop Smoke, who, who yeah. passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we have um, Griselda, who's there from Buffalo, upstate yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. Does New York have a presence in hip-hop again? Absolutely. Um, I, so there's actually, when you were watching that interview with Rocky Snyder yesterday, yes. she also mentioned that there are a lot of New York artists, like yes. even beyond hip-hop, that are out here doing some incredible things, but we aren't highlighted or looked at or like the light is not shown long enough. Mm. You know, on, and it's because people aren't, it's not a Griselda. Yeah. You know, it's not packaged. And and that's the issue. So everyone is, like, for themselves. Like, yeah. okay, like, we have Rocky Snyder, but, like, it's just one person. That's not really attractive um, on the media side. Yeah. Like, it would have to take, like, sadly, like, a, a publicity stunt or, like, a huge cosign for her to be seen. Because mm. even though that you know she may get coverage some places like it's about maintenance and yeah. like how do you keep pushing forward and, and remaining in that light and that's a full-time job so yeah. um yes new york has a presence and the sound um is a collection of different sounds and from different times but there are they are here like actually like a little before i sat down with you guys yeah. i went to one of the griselda listening parties yes. that was in um, New York. Actually, no, actually, that was 
yeah that was like 2015 like when i was at the source that's okay. like when i was ending yeah. yeah Westside had an event and one of the gentlemen um that i've worked with for a very long time um his name is triple black he's he's um one of danny brown's best friends yeah. and he told me about like an artist named dex osama he's passed now he was from detroit um he was amazing and he's kind of like t grizzly um yeah. and those guys but he also they invited me to the griselda um event and okay. so anytime he's one of those people too where it's like yo they're gonna they're so hard they about to blow up yeah and then sure enough like i'm like yo this is crazy like yeah. the the shady records you know deals and the rock nation deals mm-hmm. and i'm like you said this bro like you yeah so I, they're here yeah. you know it's just no one is willing to i don't know like like big brother the situation and like yeah. make it a thing it's like I feel like um, a lot of, I'll say, our kings or our leaders in the, in the music sense in New York City, especially, like, they're elsewhere. Like, they're, I won't say they're comfortable, but I think their agendas and their focuses are more worldly now than it is about just music and just, like, one genre. Yes. I think they're they're doing things in, like, criminal justice and police reform and that yes. kind of stuff, and and which is really going to help us in the long run. Mm. So they're focusing on that. But yeah. I don't know. I think, um, I think, like, even when those guys are coming up, if, you, if there's a collective of you and you're making enough noise, they're going to meet you where you are. And yeah. I think that's what happened with Griselda. And, and even drill music, like, there's so many artists even before Pop Smoke, like the Chef G's and like yes. Sleepy Hollow and Fabio and um, 22 G's and all these guys. Um, but Pop Smoke is the one that had the it factor. He was the package. Yeah. You know, like he was the star. They like you could package him and, and bring it forth for it to make sense. He had a very um, different style, different voice. Yeah. And yeah so and the way that he was delivering the music that's what was very special but and he was very young also um and then he had the industry behind him so that's that's what helped do that but it's it's so unfortunate because i felt i feel like if he was still here it would be he'll be carrying it a little differently and it'd be different um but yeah new york is here and but are we, I don't know. Are we back on top? That was that was the um, conversation. It, I feel like it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was going to happen because Pop Smoke had the appeal that even though like the things he was rapping about, you know, they were dangerous. Yeah. And I mean, we see what happened, like yeah. his untimely death. Um, but like you kind of you felt like, OK, I want to hang out with this guy. And that's what industry is. Right. Yeah. People got to think you're cool enough to hang out with you and. And do a song with you and, like, be seen, like, oh, yeah, I'm hanging out. I'm Tristan Thompson and I'm playing a Pop Smoke song. Like, yeah. you know, like, that kind of stuff. Or I'm, I'm this person. I'm this fashion model. And, and I love Pop Smoke. Like, he had that appeal. And I think it, had he stayed along, around um, long enough, it would have done that. I think so. Yeah. I think that's why it hurts everybody the way that it does. Because yeah. it was finally, like, oh, okay, like. Yes. Here's somebody that's changing people's lives and, and, like, maybe they don't have to, like, be in the streets anymore. You can make, like, legitimate money from music. Yeah. You know, but back to the drawing board. 
You listen to the Mighty Health Podcast. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. Who this? Yams is here. Yams of Grunge Cake. Yes, <laughs> yes, this is good. That's what I'm talking about. Press that button. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me, she just gave me like uh, a better understanding of the white nail polish. <laughs> yes. So... <laughs> For anyone so necessary. There, we're recording this or anyone who has a, a hand or a foot fetish. Oh, my yeah, God. Like, you see how he inviting them? I don't need that kind of stress in my life. <laughs> slide in. Slide in. He's telling y'all to slide in my DMs. Slide don't get cursed DMs. out. Please don't listen to him. Send your snowflakes. <laughs> Glacier boy. <laughs> I see Glacier boy. You are a wild man. <laughs> Entirely. And she's she's also rocking the dump Trump Lakers hat. <laughs> bucket. Shout out bucket. to my boy. Um the name of his brand is called Rescue the Republic. And um he gifted <laughs> he gave me this okay. this hat. So Rescue yeah. the Republic. Please go vote. They do not like that man. But I, I, I wanna reiterate Donald Trump is from Queens. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And, and I just discovered today, <laughs> Raekwon, the chef from Wu-Tang, was originally born in Brooklyn, just like Nas. Oh, him. gosh. Applaud him. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. We're aware. But yeah. It's okay. But isn't RZA and ODB there from their, to yes. their family? Yes. yes. Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Brooklyn Zoo. Shame on you. Now. <laughs> it's, it's an election year. <laughs> we love Brooklyn, by the way. No, no. Uh, you know. I, I yeah, don't know if Queens you saw people this, don't be hating though. No, like, no, y'all, no. y'all always attacking us. Uh, Yams. Who this here has has a hatred for Brooklyn? I don't have a hatred. Confess. <laughs> the video's out there. Confess to what? And he he says he, he only comes out to Brooklyn unless he's invited or there's yeah. or there's someone yeah, that yeah, he yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, he doesn't mess with Brooklyn. Oh, that is okay. true. He, went, he went hard. And, and, and I started the campaign to cancel him. <laughs> I started the campaign. <laughs> I was pushing that heavy. Yo. I was like, we Cancel who this? Is it a hashtag? It's a hashtag. Oh, yikes. He's the only one using it, so it's not spreading far. He's the only one using it. Yo, y'all are wild. Say <laughs> one man band. That's right. <laughs> one man army. You know, so I got I to gotta defend Brooklyn. I got to defend okay. Brooklyn. I, I'll make it clear briefly, you know. Uh, it's just I don't hate Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel the R is there anymore, or I the understand. allurement of what it was before. It was just straight up like it's bad or good. Ah, uh, yeah. Or kind of go that far out, and then you got Russian mixed in, got in, you. in the mix. Got you. Okay. But now it's like you know Williamsburg is a whole different planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. He's over there often. He likes to deny it, but you know. I was. I just came from Williamsburg. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. I think I think Canarsie still has that essence that you're talking about. Yeah. And yes. I think that's why the music sounds the way that it does. Yes. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, unless I'm invited to Brooklyn, I stay away. I hear you. I'll, I'll make that clear. I think for the most part, that's like Queens residents, though. Like, we mind our business. Because, like, how they used <laughs> to say, like, how L.A. has that smog cloud, like, permanently there. Like, yeah. I always think of Brooklyn that way, too, growing up, too. It's like Got it. Okay. Murky, gray. Mm-hmm. It's like, like London. <laughs> East River water. <laughs> kind of in the air. What does that mean? Does Queens still get the money? You know what? You need to stop. Does Queens still get the money? Absolutely. 
Does Queens still Definitely. get the money? I got it. I, Certainly. I, I don't see. I Truly. Don't that. Does Queens still get the money? <laughs> it does. Donald Trump is from Queens. I just want to point He's that out. He's definitely getting the money. <laughs> Unfortunately. He's keeping the money. You saw his taxes. <laughs> it's finally. This yeah. is true. This $750. <laughs> it's, it's an In election case you year. you needed the number. <laughs> it's an election year. He's not, he's not really the most popular candidate. I discovered recently that if I want to lose followers on Instagram, all I have to do is post an image of Donald Trump and I will lose followers. Oh, wow. He's now, polarizing. <laughs> That's a like good him. place to be in. Yeah. That's ultimately what you want as a superstar, music-wise. Hmm. But continue. <laughs> now, um, there are people... And the reason I bring that up is I think people get anxious or they're uncomfortable at the, at the sight of them. Um, he probably gives them anxiety or he just hmm. ruffles their feathers. Yeah. You know, and I, I bring that up because it's mental health is, is the I want to say it's a hot topic, but it's 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 what people are focusing on. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. it, but not only is it a topic of discussion, it's also being uh, it's also part of the music. Yes. You know, we did we did a, an episode on mental health, you know, early on in the podcast. But and we, we tapped in certain songs that, that hinted at it. But there are there are some of the new artists that are making it um you know, a theme. Yeah. In their projects. Like G Herbo, yeah, um, Dave East, you know, who talks about paranoia, uh, G Herbo talks about uh, post traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Is is that is that does that help? In, in healing the or healing the issue, does it resolve it? Is it a topic that should be covered in hip hop? What do you think? So, to be honest, I think that has been a topic from the very beginning. Hmm. I think that's where hip hop comes from. Hmm. I mean, even if you think about like the Ghetto Boys, yes. right? Like my mind's playing tricks on me, yes. and like people talking about what's going on in the neighborhood and how it's affecting them and the choices that they're taking because of these things. Um, that's all mental. I think it's just now in modern day, um, we're not so much afraid to talk about it because I don't know about you, but like within my circles and growing up and even like going into adulthood, like yeah. going to get therapy is something that's shunned upon. Like, what do oh, you yeah. mean? I'm going, yeah. oh, you got a strength? What? Like, you know, yeah. or I'm not, I'm not going to go talk to anybody about my problems. Like, that yeah. has been <laughs> the attitude. Mm-hmm. So, and it, it still is for a lot of households and a lot of people. But I think now it's a thing where it's like, all right, I'm going to talk about this and how this thing is affecting me, or I'm medicated because of this thing. And it's not like, oh, this person is schizo. Because I think there's people like that, like those yeah. kind of characters in the hood. And it's just kind of like, oh, he's wild. He needs to stay over there. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, He's bugged out, like, and then you're just kind of written off. And I've, I've heard that a few times. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So, but now it's 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 all about packaging, and it's all about like how human beings progress and what they're comfortable with. That's I I don't think it's um a new thing. I think it's beautiful that people, artists are delivering it that way and yeah. can just put PTSD as an album because it yeah. might have just been called G Herbal Volume 1 like yeah. you know what I'm saying and then you figure it out yourself yeah yeah. I mean even Pop Smoke had a song um, also PTSD yeah. on the, the first um, mixtape and um, yeah I think that um, anyone that has grown up and 
I've seen people murdered or murder people, they're all going through that. Yes. Selling drugs to people in their neighborhood and all mm-hmm. that. Like, I think all of that affects you. Yes. And then you listening to that, whether you've done it or not, you know, how it affects you also. And it becoming normative. And you know what I'm saying? It affects us all. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You listen to the Mighty Healthy Podcast. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. Who this? Okay. <laughs> that one was hearty. <laughs> who oh, this? sounded so somber saying the like Mighty Healthy Podcast. He said, who this? <laughs> who, this who this is here? <laughs> A.K.A. Machine Gun Jorge. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so violent. <laughs> machine Gun. Sounds like cartel of shit. Word. I think that's why they were going like MGK. Because it's like Machine Gun. Yeah. It's kind of violent. Hey. Kelly. Machine- <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly went number one, uh, making a rock album. Yeah. After years of of being a part of hip hop culture. You know what? I think that I can't remember the exact name of the title. I covered it, but like I think that's also dealing with mental health. Ticket to my downfall. There you go. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like that is depressing. Yes. But it's real. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, th- those topics were a part of uh, grunge music, rock and roll music Absolutely. Uh, for a while. And, and prior to mental health being a, a topic in hip hop, mm-hmm. um, I stopped listening to, to some of those records because I realized, oh, some of those records by like Green Day and Nirvana, like those records are like troubling me, mm-hmm. you know? And it, you know, sometimes I guess either they, they, they pass on their their trauma to people through music. And, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, look at Eminem. Yes. He was so vocal about, like, what was happening in his life. Yes. And I, so I think he is, like, the precursor of that, like, in a new age of music and people feeling like they can say what's on their mind, mm. like, even if you want to kill your mother. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, Every album. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We've had this discussion plenty of times, me and yes. him. Yeah. Oh yeah. What what is what is your overall what is your thought of, of Eminem in, 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 in hip hop? Um, you know, I think at this point some people uh, work to like you know trash every new album he puts out. But I mean, overall, what do you think? What do you think of Marshall? Um. So when he came out in the very beginning, I thought that he was very whimsical. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of like a child acting out. Yeah. Um, now, in hindsight, like that's what I see. And he, he just made it. He was so good at expressing what everyday life is for some people, especially like in middle America and the yes. people that were listening to him. And then, like as black youth, we were able to see and hear a side that we didn't necessarily see um so he was very different and he was very instrumental in the perspective and then it's like okay here's this guy existing in this space that is like predominantly black and but he's he's cool like and he's not trying to be black like he has the peroxide in his hair like he's very much so a white male um he's not using the n-word and to what meets the eye he's just telling his stories like talking about his relationship with Mariah Carey and like yeah. Kim and you know like the whole like quote unquote baby mother like yeah. for a white male like what like yeah like Kim you want to put her in the 
I don't know, the glove department or like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's it's like, whoa, dog, this is twisted. But like, these are things that men your age probably thought, like regardless of race, because mm-hmm. they're tired of paying that child support. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, so it's he I think he was just hitting um, a lot of issues for people of that age because he's much older than I am. But yeah. like seeing that and, and knowing what I know about music now, he was just someone that was very great with his cadence and like yeah. his themes and um he's someone that d- did like one of the best skits like i remember growing up and there was skits on albums yeah you know mm-hmm. so like the concept album he definitely mastered mm-hmm. and i would say over time for me it just kind of i don't want to say it became a bore but it's like okay marshall like you said it all for me yeah. like i'm i'm done i'm gonna pick up my stuff now and yeah. head to the next artist. Move on. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, he'll stand on the side of defending them. And I'm not putting him down for the sake of there's no denying his influence mm-hmm. on the guys now. Anybody who's on top or kind of masters their craft, they mm-hmm. owe something to Marshall. Right. Kendrick has that influence. Obviously, Nikki has that influence. Mm-hmm. Um, someone I like a lot, maybe you're familiar with Snow the Product. Oh, she, yeah. Yeah, I, I love her. Yeah. And she's killing it. She's probably top five for me female MCs right now. Love it. She's okay. got that Eminem influence heavy. I agree. There's no denying that part. But then after like the third album, the Eminem show, I think it was, it's like it's an same old trick, same old dog, mm-hmm. just trying to get their licks in per se mm-hmm. with uh, <laughs> kill my stepdad, uh, mm-hmm. you know, rape my mom, mm-hmm. this way, that way, this album, that one, whatever too. Mm-hmm. It's still there like the menacing MC with the wordplay and such mm-hmm. but the subject matter has been long gone yeah yeah I think he is um, respectfully he's one of the people that just didn't like move on I don't know because I think like when you look at like the Jay-Z's and those guys they understand what's happening yeah so like right now if he was to get on a track with like a Griselda artist or like the whole Griselda I feel like he would know how to own, hold his own mm. on that type of beat and he would speak about what they're speaking about you know what I'm saying or choose not to and still like provide a message I feel like when Jay-Z is talking now in his verses it's more so about the work that he's doing now yeah. and like yeah. using that as an opportunity to reach the masses through the music I think it's it's it was very much so the same thing when he came out but I feel like it was more so like just a singular thing like it's about me you know and but now I I think when he speaks he understands that he's a leader and um, he's very careful about what he says yeah yeah so was he out of place Jay-Z I mean on that Lion King thing that Beyonce did or (laughs) was that like kind of awkward enough but still to pass because it's hope I think he was supporting his wife like a good husband should. Yeah. Oh. I think I think that's all I'm gonna think about. You think that. she made him, or he wanted like you know? Yeah, let me get on that. Yeah, she probably <laughs> said you should do this with me. Now or just like you know? Now. Come around. <laughs> no, now like like it's 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 Lion King. Like we have to be together. It's a twosome. I mean, he's kind of giving off the Mufasa vibes with the dreads. <laughs> kind of overflowing now yeah he's got a good head of hair i mean yeah nothing to complain about kind of fire <laughs> yeah lebron's complaining I'm, I'm sure with all the billions he's got but jay's got that on lock yeah. he does literally mm-hmm. on lock literally you're funny <laughs> that was good by the way that was really good but oh nice 
Straight cash, homie. Yeah. You listen to the Mighty Healthy Podcast. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. Who this? I don't know who this. Um, what this, I'm not sure which episode this is, <laughs> but we have a few podcasts under our belt. Oh, yeah. But I'm worried. Heavyweight champs. I'm worried, <laughs> you know, that, that you know, there'll be people that will come for the crown. Because uh, I'm not, yeah, but I'm not sure if you've, if you've been watching. A lot of rappers now are stepping into the world of podcasting. Yes. We have uh, T.I. and I think Tito Boosie's doing one. Joe Budden has gotten extremely famous for it. Mano's doing it. Um, thoughts on, on rappers uh, leaving the music behind and becoming podcasters. Well, I think that's what naturally happens. Like, I think um, entertainers of a certain age, um, they tend to look into what the next thing is or the segue. And for the artists in the 90s and, like, the early 2000s, that was acting. Yeah. Um, Good point. Or, you know, like, humanitarian things. And um, some of these guys are not the cleanest guys. So it's like, okay, well, you know, (laughs) if you're doing a podcast, is you're still speaking your mind, you know, like you would do on a record. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, and then I guess you have that audience, so people want to listen to you. Um, and that's, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that um, that's maybe something that they can go into. Because I always think about, like, the boxer, like the retired boxer. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what does he do after? Like, his body is so beaten. Yeah. You know, like, it's what, I don't, what does he do next? Does he train? Like, does he, you know, and then I can't really imagine a rapper training another rapper. And it's like, you know, the whole thing is like, I'm supposed to write my own rhymes, right? Or I'm supposed to do this. So it's like, I could only take what's so much from you. Like, I could just, you I could be influenced by you from afar, like in my bedroom. But when I meet you, like, bro, don't think you, like, yeah. <laughs> like you're molding me because yes. <laughs> I'm good. Like, there's very much so that attitude. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think it's a good thing. I think that um, regardless, everyone has their um, their space. And I think with, like, Tax Stone gone, yes. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not like it's um, one space that people are going in. They probably saw how instrumental it is to use your voice directly. And not necessarily have someone edit you yeah. um, or control your content. So I think it's good. I think um, is everyone's heart in it for the long run? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, a lot of times it's, it's business moves like, oh, well, you know, you're not doing anything right now. Maybe you need to do this. And then they'll jump on something else. Like there's a lot of that, unfortunately. But it could be like the, the new, new form of love and hip hop, I guess. Right. So like, it's, a, it's a quick way to make some money. Mm-hmm. Your guy Lupe Fiasco, Lupe Fiasco, and, and Royce the Five Nine—they're doing a podcast together. Pretty yes. good one, by the way. Really? Yeah, have you heard yeah. it? It's out. Yeah. Is it good? Speaking of mental health, like he's someone that you know people think are like absolutely crazy. Royce. Lupe. Lupe, yeah. Oh, people think Lupe is crazy. Yeah. Really? Oh, also, yeah. Uh, this is new to me. I'm listening. Well, loosely, from what I remember, like he—I guess he was back in. I don't. I think maybe when Barack Obama became president, at first, like the first round, and he had his things to say about that, and kind of like Kanye, like tweet storm esque. Yeah. Um, and you know, um, 
I don't think necessarily is what he was saying is like how you say it. Like same yeah. thing with Kanye. Like it's like, bro, I don't think people are mad at your choices. It's like how you're delivering it. And I think that's the same thing there. Um, but just, I don't know. And he hasn't, like, really been the same musically. There's people mm. that, like, stan Lupe. Yes. And there is no wrong that he can do. Um, but, yeah, like, I, mental health, they were like, people just wrote him off. Like, oh, he's wild. Pack yeah. him up and <laughs> ship him out. Like, yeah, that's, a, that's what they'll do to you. Like, what? Oh, no. Like, and even Kanye, it's now thinking about it in 2020, like when he was on that live um, telecom and he was there with Mike Myers and yes. he said George oh, Bush yeah, yeah. doesn't like black people. It's like, how was he not like eradicated and like removed yeah. then? That is wild to me. Like, because I feel like if there was any other black guy that said that, we would not, <laughs> he wouldn't even be around right now to talk about. Yeah. Um, but he survived that. Yeah. I think he had a, at that time, he had a pretty strong support system. And people vouched that this is how he was. Like, mm-hmm. this is, he, he, he spazzes out. He expresses himself in that mm-hmm. way. And, and I, I guess maybe that's what's keeping him, you know, people still accept that about him. They know that he, he spazzes out. He, he doesn't control, you know, the things that, that, that pop into his head. You know? mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I can give a brief recap on the Lupe Royce podcast, yes. it's it's actually great because they're both polarizing and they don't agree on a lot of things. Mm. Lupe's uh, he deems himself so intellectually yeah. savvy that no one can kind of compare to him, and He's, Royce is just life savvy. Okay. So I always love hearing him when he was doing the streams on uh, live streams on IG and stuff yes. randomly. Mm. But they'll go at each other. That's the good thing, too. Like, they were talking about, uh, what was one episode? Uh, Lupe was talking about how he'd get massages from men because they have better hands to do it. <laughs> Even though one guy was, like, rubbing his penis on his fro You one know time. what? I need to. <laughs> what? Yeah. He said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lupe oh. Fiasco said that? Yeah, he admitted to it. He even named a place in West L.A., something oh. like that, some Chinese massage place. Wow. Yeah, the hand, the, the man handled me and it was fine. Felt better than the woman ever did. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, we're, we're in different times. I don't know. I guess. Happy maybe. ending? Well, uh, no, he didn't allude to that. Okay. <laughs> I God. was about to be like, wait a minute. His but throat guess, was too big. He was blocking the guy. So. Okay, okay. Well, I guess uh, the hand thing off. and like just men being stronger, I guess I understand <laughs> I that. But it's like, <laughs> you know, there's people that are like, hey, yo. I don't want no bro. man touching me. Yeah. What well, that's like if, let's say, you frequented massage places yeah. and you got the service of a woman but let's say her vagina is like eye level with you when you're laying on the yeah. table are you uncomfortable or would you just let her no, do no i'm thing? not thinking that at all okay yeah like just i don't you know what but i am a former art student and like the way i look at human anatomy is very different than anyone else did you have to do the new drawing class yes okay yeah that you know so you're not shy I, about it no when i'm 17 i was doing that like, okay and real life models in front of you like butt naked so you know i like when, yeah so the things that like there's like grown people that'll see somebody naked and start screaming yeah. like i don't that doesn't happen to me it's like oh yeah okay whatever you're naked yeah just stay over there though <laughs> you know what i'm saying like stay over there six feet please yeah. all right 
<laughs> you listen to the Mighty Health Podcast. I'm Jeff. My friends called me FA. Who this? I, I don't. I don't know how to feel about Lupe being so comfortable with a man giving him a massage, but we're in different times. Okay. <laughs> What's important is that I know what the white nail polish means. Oh my okay? gosh, you brought it there, back. Are, there are men <laughs> who have foot fetishes. And you didn't know about the foot fetish. I've seen the post, but I didn't know it was associated with the white nail polish. Oh, they're very serious yeah. about it. Okay. Yeah. There's like only fans with just like hand and feet models. Mm-hmm. They don't show their face. Only fans? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now this is this is this is a thing that you know I've been seeing. <laughs> yeah. No. You know what? I won't, I, I don't want to get into the only fans. Yeah. It, it is what it is. But yams. Which <laughs> he's working on his. Would. <laughs> Oh my god! Going for his beard. Gems. You know what? Yeah. Would Would you buy a man a PS Five? If he did what? Just buy it for him? This is This is, this is the conversation. Yes. This is the conversation. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's 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 something that I've been seeing trending online. People are talking about it. Uh, that That women are supposed to buy men PS Fives. I think anything with the word "supposed" is tricky. Um, but. I don't know. I guess it, so. Basically, they're saying women should trick on men and buy them PS fives. Are I these like people they're... that they're dating, or like are these random men? I, I would guess. I would guess that there's a relationship going on. I would guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, yeah, PS5s men buy women are... presents and stuff. So okay. why not? Okay, it doesn't have to be Christmas. Okay, at least that's how I feel. I don't know if you can afford it, and that's what your man wants. Why not? Okay. Halfie don't even know what a PS5 is. He's just asking. <laughs> yeah, it could be like anything, like a Cuban. It could be okay. whatever, a Rolex watch. If you okay. can afford it and not cry after you buy it, okay. <laughs> you know, for your man, then cool. If you're not homeless by the 31st of exactly. that month. Exactly. You know what I'm PS5. saying? If, if that okay. is your tax bracket, by all means. Okay. Like, And hopefully that relationship is a healthy one and is balanced. Yeah. So. And PS5s, they're expensive, I would guess. Uh, They're going for like five. $500? Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, people are getting their unemployment checks. That's not a lot right now. Yeah, right? That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, it's not right now. No, of course not. Yeah. That's so $500, drop that, baby. Like, what? Okay. He's going to be home. Why not? You don't have to bicker with him. You know exactly where he is. <laughs> Here. You're like that man. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. Mm-mm. Okay. But then do you get mad? Let's just pretend scenario. You yeah. do buy your king a PS5. <laughs> My king, yeah. <laughs> He's at home, you know, playing with his joystick all day long. <laughs> his joystick. Thumbs are going numb. Choice of words. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> but then he starts to ignore, uh-oh, the queen. The one that bought the PS5. Because then they didn't think of that far. Okay, so I'm going to answer this as if I was, like, the average woman. <laughs> And I didn't have a lot of things to do. So then maybe, yeah, if, if I'm... But th- there's the thing there is, is that if you are going to buy it and you may feel jealous or feel like time is going away from you, you know you're buying, like, a, a system that's going to take his time, right? Like, he's going to want to play the new games or whatever. Maybe you need to take the fun out of it and, like, give your rules. I don't know. Me, personally, I wouldn't do that. It's like, bro, like, go ahead and play the game. Like... I, each woman has like their different things but i don't know like you're not going to play the game to death at some point you have to come to bed oh like, you'd be surprised <laughs> have you heard of twitch you know what <laughs> you'd be surprised 
I don't know. I guess that's like anything, right? Like any addiction. I don't know. I, I don't. Me personally, I wouldn't be. You're playing whatever. Go ahead, bro. Like whatever. All right. I, I don't know. I, I. You know, if you're not spicy enough as a woman to like do something to make him drop that joystick, or like, yeah. the, it's like, all right, what are we doing? Yes. I don't know. All right. She has to remind him she needs her turn with the joystick. They, listen, there you go. Yeah. That's it right there. <laughs> look, look at him. He's about to choke on the ice. Hello, okay. Just waiting for Kari to play with his joystick. Hello, okay, spice on ice. <laughs> Everything's spicy. <laughs> you are a wild man, by the way. I listen to the Mighty Healthy Podcast. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Afe. Who this? Yams is here. <laughs> Yes, I am. I'm in the building or in the outdoor section. But of the, <laughs> I have the to restaurant. acknowledge Donald Trump is from Queens. Oh, my God. Home of Fudas. <laughs> and Yams. And Yams. I'm he is from, from Queens. He's from Jamaica Estates. Yeah. I'm from Brooklyn. Home of Raekwon, the chef. Oh, my God. Nasir Jones. Okay. Michael Jordan. Birthplace. Yeah. Birthplace I, I of him, said, too. I said what I said. They mm. moved. They didn't stay in Brooklyn. Listen, couldn't, they couldn't. I wonder why. Uh, well, I must have wanted to big burrow. Listen, big mess. <laughs> Listen. Listen, yikes! Big stinky smelling, gentrified. Listen, those cookie are his cutter. Vanilla bland. Not represent the views of the Mighty Healthy Podcast. <laughs> uh, Raekwon the chef is from Brooklyn, East New York, to be exact. It's like it's like Brooklyn is like uh, the Nesquik mix of hot chocolate with like the Swiss Miss, <laughs> with better tasting. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. He said that's quick. But but I will Swiss-ness. say Donald Trump is from Queens. Kalo K. Everything's spicy. Was that a pleasant surprise to hear Nas say Kalo K on that last album? <laughs> I, I think that was that was dope. He's been uptown too much, it sounds like. You know what? Seriously. Shop He's in the Heights. Washington Heights. <laughs> Not Eight. a bad thing. Very nice video, by the way. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah, everything's spicy. He had the Dominican face mask. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I always thought Khalees was Dominican at first. True. She could have passed. Wait, she's Puerto Rican and. Something. Haitian. Oh, I think she is. Yeah, is right. she Haitian? Yeah, I think it's I think so. Puerto Rican and Haitian, from what I remember. I know it's definitely Puerto Rican. Oh, if, I will claim that. Okay. No wonder they fought so much. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? No, come on. <laughs> We got we to cancel who this is. Yo. Jo- join the bandwagon. You know what? I can't. All right. Before we wrap up, Yams, any, any artists that we should be paying attention to? You're, you're, the, you're on the you're a voting member of the, of the Academy, meaning I'm guessing you're, you're introduced to a lot of music. You get it. You get emails. You get, you get DMs from artists all the time. Is, is there any artist that we should be focusing on? Okay, so first things first, I'm not a voting member. Okay. I'm just a member. Okay. Um, so I just need to clear that up. Yes. Um, and artists, I'm really excited about Oxlade. Um, he's an Afrobeats artist from Nigeria. Okay. Um, there's another guy named Bella Smurda. He's also he's a young like guy from nigeria also it's really good um if you check any of these guys out you will see like they have an energy that's just refreshing and kind of you know like when someone has star quality yes they very much so um do that for me like when i look at like 
of Bella Schmurda, it kind of gives me like the same essence or like spirit of like a pop smoke mm. where they're like just young and carefree um and when you've been in the industry for so long it's so easy to get jaded and yeah. you're just like okay yeah this is run-of-the-mill kind of things but when these kind of guys come around it brings you back to like why you started in the mm. first place um okay. and then there's tenny um she's amazing too she has a really nice voice there's so many artists, um, but I really like D Flowers from Houston. Um, definitely check him out. And there's so many, but like if you check out the website, grungecake.com, you will get to see um, an array and like a far wide and um, far range of artists um, to support, like from everywhere, honestly. So. Have you started doing playlists yet? Like any official grunge cake playlists? Um, so I actually been approached to curate two playlists that are um, officially like official playlists on streaming platforms. Yes. Um, they haven't been rolled out yet, but they will soon. So mm-hmm. interesting that you asked that. Have you been reading my text messages? <laughs> 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 yeah, I literally had that conversation right before I got here. Really? Yes. <laughs> He's looking for someone to buy him a PS5. He's air dropping. Oh, is that what that is? Tell Nas to make a Haitian version of uh, a spicy record. Uh-oh, okay. There you Oh, wait. What do you think about um, yeah. M- Match Homie? Who? Match Homie, the Haitian um, rapper. I think he's on Rock Nation. I'm not familiar. I, I, I've I probably heard of the signing. I think I, I saw something about the signing, but mm-hmm. I'm not too familiar with him as oh, an yeah, artist. Check him out because he's speaking in full up like Creole, like oh. Patois. And it's hard. It's like Griselda, like, but okay. like that. Right like he's not playing <laughs> at all. Really? Yeah, you should check him Talking out. I think that. they have like records together, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, he um he recently, if I'm not mistaken, he recently signed because I know yeah. Title did like a um, push notification for his project that okay. he put out. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw I saw I saw the story, but I, I haven't uh, tapped into his music yet. Yeah, but, he's, but he's very that. different, mm. very unique. I think yeah. he. Um, if he's able to usher in like more people that sound like him, then it can become like a thing. Hmm. Um, he can't be the only one on the island. Then it's not going to become like yeah, you know. So yes, but I'm excited about him. He's cool. Okay, nice. Who does any any questions? Did, did we cover everything? I think we got everything we needed from Yams. Yams, are you done with us? You sick of him yet? <laughs> I guess the last thing I want to say is NSARS and um, yes. yeah, that needs to um, that's some uh, tragic stuff happening in Nigeria mm-hmm. and I hope that that changes soon and um, also here with the protests going on and all that kind of stuff. I don't know what the end of it is going to be or if there would, is ever going to be an end but I'm hopeful crazy, and that's what I will crazy, crazy say. OEMs, thank you, thank you for joining us. Uh, feel free to to keep introducing us to new artists. No problem. Thank you for uh, connecting us with with Matt B. Of course. Yeah. 
I like his story. Very Shout out to Matt Lee. Thank you. Yeah, that was a great interview, by yes. the way. Y'all yes. are wild. <laughs> <laughs> that Santa Claus hat, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I see where we going. Yeah, swaggy Claus. He's like, yeah, did you say cock the hat to the side? I'm like, bro, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. Oh, well, let them know where they can find you, too. All your links. Oh, yeah. Too, um, I'm on Twitter at the Yams, T H E Y A M S. I'm on Instagram, first name, last name, Richard Dean Barty, R I C H A R D I N E B A R T E E. Um, I would recommend just Googling my name and finding me on the World Wide Web. If they come up, the SEO game is strong. You feel me? I like that. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Google me, don't Google me. <laughs> Google me, baby. <laughs> and the wise words of Tiana Taylor. <laughs> the Mighty Healthy Podcast. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. Who this? Thank you, Yams. We'll see you next time. All right. Thank you for having me. All right.